Hello, nerds. Welcome to the Superhero Hour Hour, the show where we talk about every live-action show based on a comic book or comic book property. I am your host, as always, Taylor. With me is Ryan. Taylor, so happy to be here. Holy shit. I cannot believe that... Lifelong dream, bud. Lifelong dream. That's. I'm just pumped, dude. I'm pumped to be you're, here. You're here every week. I mean, like, I'm here in quotes every week. Like, oh, but you're actually, for the first time, you're like here I am paying mentally. attention. I'm locked Holy in. Holy shit, this is going to be the best episode ever. I made, a, I made a wish with a genie, and he and I was like, put me on that superhero hour hour show. And he was like, all oh, right. It was, it was just a janitor, it turns out. It was actually just you. I just yeah. asked you for the wish, and you brought that wish true. Yeah, but I didn't know you like you wanted brought to be here. that wish. You brought true. that wish true. Is I, I think the phrase. Yeah, I brought that wish true. Also with me is Mike. Hi. Hey, oh well, that guy. Well, fine. He's we nervous. finally got Ryan to show up, and Mike checks the fuck out. He, he's I'm never nervous gonna have to have a talk. full house. I'm always playing with a half hand. I'm playing five card draw, and I got three cards. I feel like what you want is a full house, and you always get a fuller house, and that's a bummer for you. Well, I watched two full episodes of Fuller House. Two fuller episodes of Fuller House, yes. Yeah, well, I, I was going to leave it on the table, but you had to go there. I what am I not going to go there? You're not going to go there? I'm not going to go there. Go there. Yeah, it was a real bummer. Yeah. Like, it was upsetting it's just why do they have to deal with the holocaust in every episode or like why did the instant they all sat down to write fuller house all the writers went all right we all wanted to fuck kimmy gibbler right and everyone (laughs) in the room went yep (laughs) they're like next let's just go that means that they found the eight people that wanted to fuck kimmy gibbler and put them all in a room all of the people michael come on (laughs) kimmy gibbler no i just like the way she said tannerino sure i don't know what that i didn't watch full house that much but then watched Fuller House. That's I even did. fucking yeah, weirder, that's dude. Insane. It was on, and I had a lot more free time. Fuller House exists for people who are now parents who fucked up and didn't want to be parents, and so they're just trying to slam their kids in front of something that's sort of nostalgic. Ooh. That's like me now watching episodes of Dicker Van Dyker, just be- even though I didn't watch episodes of that when I was a kid. Yeah, or like me watching the Roseanne reboot, which is now my favorite show. Oh, cool. Good timing, bud. Even <laughs> more Mary Tyler Moore. <laughs> That's it. You know what? Mary Tyler even more, Mike? <laughs> that, Is that what you meant to say? That's a good one. No, I liked Mike's better, honestly. Even more Mary Tyler more. Because it has more twice, which is yeah, stupid. Thanks, buddy. And I like stupid things. Damn it, that's true. Speaking of stupid things, you guys listen to Kanye West's new album? No. I did not. It's garbage. Don't listen to it. I've heard like 15-second chunks from three songs, and they all sounded like the worst. Yeah, it's it's the worst album he's ever put out, and don't listen to it. it w- I saw like a thing that said, it was, like I guess, the album cover, and there was writing on it. I don't know if it's the cover, <laughs> okay. but it was it like... It legitimately is. He took a picture the day before whenever he was showing it off, and then just wrote on it with iPhone doodles. But the thing I, said, I saw was like, uh, bipo- having bipolar sucks. No, it doesn't. Which is, <laughs> which is pretty funny. <laughs> that, is, that is the cover. It, th- some of the lyrics that I heard are so recent that it feels like he rushed this to order. Cause it oh, was it like, sounds like it. They all mad because I said slavery's a choice. They say, nah, yay. I'm like, that's not a rhyme. <laughs> oh, oh, that is legitimately a song that he wrote the day before he released it the first time. Most of them sound like um, what my wife records while I'm sleeping. Like the things that I say, like, oh, you're slavery. No, yay. Like, this is the things that I'm doing. Like, there is a song where I'm pretty sure he is referencing a beef with Drake that started on Pusha T's album last week. Would you guys listen to a podcast called Beef with Drake and he's just reviewing steaks? Yes. Is that his oh, true absolutely. calling? Are you kidding me? Like, it, just Drake going like, you know, I'm a sad thing. I love beef. Because <laughs> that's, that's how he talks now for just some reason. Everybody knows Taylor was doing the full dance that time. The full Drake dance. He put on that long 
fucking trench coat. Trench coat. No, it's the thing turtleneck sweater. <laughs> yeah, the one that's <laughs> like thirteen feet long. It, Drake is just steadily trying to make things that like old white men wear cool. And he's succeeding most of the time, so I have to give it up to him for that. He's a modern-day Babe Ruth just pointing to the stars. I'm going to get there. And he's, <laughs> like, he's knocking it. it out of the park. Well, old white men do love having legitimate children. <laughs> did Lance Bass ever make it to the stars? Yeah, oh, yeah. He did? He did go? Like, a couple times. He I'm went correct. a couple times? Yeah, yeah. I think he just like he was like, this is what I'm spending my money on. I okay. live here now. <laughs> I, okay, look. I, it sucks that he's broke, and I'm sure he is. If you go to, this, if you go to space twice, you're probably broke. But it's better than like a bunch of drugs or whatever most rock stars are doing. He went to space twice. That's He's pretty cool. High on space twice. Yeah, honestly, that's what I do, and I don't have money. If you guys had to pick the person who's going to perform at your wedding, Lance Bass or Big Mouth Billy Bass, which one would you pick? Mm, uh, well, can we program Big Mouth Billy Bass? No, no, no. You like Lance Bass cannot be in the room if you pick Big Mouth Billy, and vice versa. I've heard Big Mouth Billy really funds it in these days, so I don't know. Uh, yeah, I guess that makes sense. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with Big Mac Big Ben's D. <laughs> You're gonna go with the Big Mac. Yep. And we're gonna talk about that and all the other shows that we watched this week. But first, the super serious sushi bullpen. And a fuck you to you two. Now we're here in the super serious shishy bullpen. This is the part of the show where we kick back, we have a little fun, and we do some stuff that we want to do. This week, we're finding new homes for the homeless Lucifer people because they're all roaming the streets, just <laughs> farting on kids and like making themselves like a nuisance. But they get to hang out in Starbucks for free now, so that's cool. I gotta say that most shows that get canceled, or even shows that don't, I, don't, I want all of the actors to die. I don't, I don't care, but these, I want everyone to find a good home tonight. Well, that's you, what we're going to do. We're going to find them a home. Do you promise to watch every show they end up in? Absolutely. I'll make every promise that you will never <laughs> follow up on. All right. Well, let's just start right off. The big bad, the man himself, the Lucy Boosie, the devil, the Spruce man in the, 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 the man with the palace, Tom Ellis. <laughs> okay. I didn't know where you're going, but you kind of nailed it there. Thank you. Oh, we're supposed to just say things now? Yeah, what? Go? Okay, Ryan. <laughs> yes. Where are you homing Guide Tom Ellis? The goddamn yes, host. Ship, I Captain. understand what's going on now, host. Thank you so much for uh, showing up tonight with your host hat. Tom Ellis, this is such a slam dunk easy answer that I want you guys to stop thinking about whatever you're about to say, put it away, and then we'll move on to the next person. Because you guys, it, it's obvious, right? After you go, I go. The next person, yes. No, no, no. Where he goes is so obvious that I'm not even going to say, say it. it you guys are all just going to say it at the exact same time. Here we you go. Count down? It's The Walking Dead. That is not <laughs> what I was going to say. You need to explain yourself. Rick Grimes just left. Grimey's gone. They have no one to lead the pack. Nobody's watching right now. If you take Tom Ellis and all the things that, that he's capable at, capable of from drinking to <laughs> piano playing. <laughs> he changed to one preposition to another preposition. Well, was the second one correct? <laughs> None of them were. I try no. to use the correct prepositions. And capable all, for. Capable, what he's capable for is everything that we complain about The Walking Dead. They have robot actors that don't deliver lines well, that can't in, like inject juice into the lines. We know that Tom Ellis can do that to any terrible script because we have seen him and Lucifer run the gamut from terrible scripts to great scripts. I think that he has to go to The Walking Dead. Do you see him being like another big bad who then gets a heart of gold and wins over the new troop? New is in NEW or... And you, okay. So yeah, that new trip who's trying new troop who's trying to like bring back rap rock. Uh huh. That is what he will take over, probably but with some face paint. Who's gonna be able to take over the goof troop? Well, they're the best of friends forever, so I don't think anybody has to take over them. Good Finally answer. Pete's That's the correct turn. answer. 
Mike, where are you putting Tom Ellis? Because that's a stupid answer. I'm oh, come on. Tom Ellis will be in the palace of The Walking Dead. Tom Ellis still in the role of Morningstar comma Lucifer uh, on Legends of Tomorrow. They're that's, already getting one Brit. That's the correct that's answer. The that's, that's, my, the that's my answer. That's the cheesiest uh, gimme go-to jerk-off answer. Yeah, because we love Legends Let's of Tomorrow. Let's put everybody on the Legends of Tomorrow ship. Listen, because you're, you're, putting putting Tom, list? you're putting Tom Ellis... Not in the role of Lucifer Morningstar on The Walking Dead. He's he's just going to be another Walking Dead person. Yeah, he's a Jeffrey kid. Dean Morgan used to be able to act. That's yeah. not true. It is That's true. That's not true. Ryan's uh, wrong. On what? Me and Mike are putting Tom Ellis on Legends of Tomorrow. Check, please. Fine. In order. That's my new catchphrase. I'm trying it out. It's gonna it's gonna stick, you guys. Next up, Lauren German. Mike, you start. Where are we putting Lauren, Lauren German? Lauren German, who was born and raised in Huntington Beach. Oh, I've been there. I've been Damn there. it. Why does that make you mad? I just hate you two. <laughs> you know what it is? It's anybody who finds out that we have a past together, yeah. secretive or otherwise, they get so mad. They want to so be mad. the first people to it's meet hard. us. It's hard. It's hard to Unfortunately, break the bonds. you and I were the first people that's to meet you, each that's other. That's not German. true. I wish I hadn't ever met either of you. <laughs> You've made that clear. I'm throwing her to Gotham. Gotham uh, is getting rid of a lot of cast members, and Jim really? Gordon does not have uh, a love interest currently. Hmm. So throw Chloe Decker out there. Uh, what about Chloe Lee Decker. Thompson? She evil. <laughs> she evil. Shevel. All right, that's I'm open to it. I'm not opposed to it. Ryan, who you got? I am busting out of our like handcuffs of the shows that we watch, and I am making her in the the last season of Crazy Ex Girlfriend, Rebecca's arch nemesis. She gets a job at the firm or whatever, and the two of them are going to go at it. And Lauren German is going to sing. You think she can sing? She can sing. Of course, she, look how talented. If you can act, ah! you can sing. And I'm not sure if she can act, but I know she can sing. I, I don't know if she can That's sing. Logic is sound. I, I don't, I don't agree. I don't follow that. I took like a half semester of logic one time. Think about I, it. Logic is sound. Logic equals sound. Oh, sound shit. is singing. Einstein, logic is singing. You know what? Actually, yeah, she probably can't sing. All right, I'm don't agree with either of those. So here's where I'm putting Lauren German, in still in the role of Chloe Decker. She's going. God to damn it. Legends see, do, you see, do you see what I'm saying? Do you see what you've given she's birth to? Can, <laughs> Chloe Decker is going to Legends of Tomorrow. She's a new member of the Time Bureau. I get the bit. <laughs> you, do you know, her and Ava love each other or hate each other because they're so similar? Uh, they hate each other, but like they hate to love each other. Love to hate, hate to love. Is yeah. Ava that one half of Firestorm named Dr. Sun? Yeah. That's Ava? Okay, yeah. I yeah. get it. I can see it. I see Ava. Ava. Chloe. Ava. <laughs> That's fine. Check, please. Kevin Alejandro. Oh, that's my new catchphrase, by the way, is check, please. That's, I don't know if you, you guys... can't take that. Uh, she's she's going to... Drumroll, please. Somebody <laughs> give me a drumroll. She's going to Crazy Ex-Girlfriend. Yeah! Check, please. All right. Now we're moving to Kevin Alejandro. Ryan? Yeah. Where's Kevin Alejandro going to be homed? Where, where are you putting him, him in a shelter? Who that is. <laughs> Kevin Alejandro is Douchebag Dan. Yeah. Detective Douchebag. I'm, I'm going to put him on Iron Fist. As Iron Fist. Let's just get that guy the fuck out of there. Why can't we do a James Bond thing where we replace them every season? Uh, I don't is think... Is he playing Danny Rand or is he playing like an older Iron Fist? He's, play, he's playing douchebag Danny Rand. <laughs> and he's playing... Uh, like, I don't... I just... It, that I don't think Kevin Alejandro is perfect for this. Mm-hmm. But I know that the other guy's not. Yeah. Ryan Felipe Jr. is not perfect for this. So let's give him a shot. And if... Because his face looks punchable. If everybody could sure. openly hate Danny Rand on Danny Rand's show, that could be funny. Absolutely. Let's get like a show from the point of view of a punchable-faced person uh-huh. that's not on Fox News, and let's see how that goes. Oh! Oh! 
I'm just trying to be timely and topical. All right, Mike, where are you putting Kevin Alejandro? Uh, I think he really showed off his comedic chops in all of his improv scenes. Alejandro, yes, I agree. There's a little watched and little known show about stand up comics in the 70s called I'm Dying Up Here, and I'm sending. Kevin Alejandro straight to the top. Oh. He is going to be their version of Robin Williams. I, oh, wow. <laughs> that is a fucking bold claim. Uh, so I'm going to put Kevin Alejandro, Alejandro in a little known role in Legends of Tomorrow. Yeah, okay, yeah. He is going okay. to be a sidekick to, <laughs> to Nate. <laughs> they are going to do improv together. And just have hair offs? If they're gonna have hair offs. They're the hair duo and they have improv. And they're hair to stay. So you guys basically had the same idea, because you with the hair duo and then Robin Williams is the hairiest person that's mm-hmm. ever been born. So yeah, you just thought about that hair. We're yeah. just gonna make it make him hairy. All hair don't care. All right. The winner of this one, the the perfect home for Kevin Alejandro is I'm dying up here. That's yeah. a great oh, idea. No, that's, that's bullshit. A great idea. bullshit. I want to see, see Detective Dan beat Robin Williams. And That's no, what I none want. None of the comics are Nanu, one-on-ones. They're not playing somebody real. Yeah. They're, they're like bad analogs. It's not a good show. Okay. This is the Studio 60 of your generation. Neither, I don't like it. <laughs> neither of 80% of the shows that we watch. All right. Next up, D.B. Woodside. Best name in Hollywood. It, it's almost D.B. Cooper, which Over is why I like it. Lance Blood? What is? Nick Blood. Nick, Nick Blood. Blood. Nick, Nick Blood. Blood has Mike, the best. Where are you putting D.B. Woodside? Uh, there is a, I think it's beyond the paywall of CBS's digital thing, but it's a great show, and it was a spinoff of a great show, and I think D.B. Woodside uh, could have a good energy on The Good Fight. Oh. And it is a good show, but it is pretty white, and D.B. Woodside, I think, could shake it up. I like that idea. I've never seen that show. Nobody has. Don't know anything about it. It's a show for grandmas, but it's behind a digital paywall, which means nobody watches cool. it. Cool. He's, pro- he's probably not going there. That seems like an abusive home. It's Ryan, Bug. where are you putting D.B. Woodside? I am putting D.B. Woodside on. We have a new season of a certain show that we did not think that we were going to get, and I want him to see Powerless. if he could be <laughs> more Holt than Holt. Holt's only opponent can, ever be, can only be somebody who is more Holt than he is. So I'm saying that when Holt on Brooklyn Nine-Nine becomes the commissioner of the police department, uh, D.B. Woodside will be his, like, his Amy, but in an annoying way, like mm. the thorn in his butthole, uh-huh. in I think butt is the Holt. phrase. So, yeah, I think that he would be good as, like, oh, Holt, you're pretty good, but you're not as Holt as I am, says D.B. Woodside. Mm. Okay. And database Woodside. Says, da- database Holt Woodside. Up, wait a minute. Internet and movie database Woodside. Uh, and also, I don't want him on Legends tomorrow. <laughs> well, that's fine. Vito. So, D.B. Woodside is going on to a Little Watch show that I think we all loved. And I'm not sure if it's still on the air, but he's going to Two Broke Girls. <laughs> I, it's not. <laughs> well, I'm reviving Two Broke Girls. Okay, yeah, you, you playing, have the power to do that. Yeah, is I'm re- he playing one of them now? He is. He's playing Cat Dennings. Because Cat Dennings. Dennings is in the offshoot alternate universe version where we didn't get a better Thor movie. Hold on. And so she's still in that universe. Quick question. Is he, like, are they recasting and recharactering or... Is he literally playing Cat Denning's role in he's Two Broke Girls? He's playing Cat Denning's oh, role. Oh, Mike, we've got a winner. Two, in Two Broke Girls. Taylor, as the and host, he, is never going to admit this, but we have a winner. Yeah. And he is going to be doing a lot of transactions at this muffin shop that they work at. And you know what his catchphrase is going to be? A check, please! That's where he's going to Two Broke Girls. We found homes for all of the best characters on Lucifer. I feel happy about that, guys. I feel very happy about I think about we did this. a really good service. We can happy. write this off on our taxes, which is the most important thing for sure. me. 
and that's really the only important thing for me. I don't give a shit about these people. But taxes, love to keep that money. All right, that's it for this boat pen. You know his character, right, Mike? Yeah. He loves to keep money from <laughs> taxes. to keep Coke that money. Accountant. Yeah. So that's all for the bullpen. But now we're going to move on to a little thing that we call Love. the taping. Now we're out here in the taping. This is the part of the show where I do some stuff. It's, it's me, your host, Taylor. I'm coming from the year 2038. Wait, this is Old Man Taylor that we're meeting right old now? Old yeah, Man Taylor. And your name is Old Man T? I'm Old Man T. I've come back in time to do this segment. Uh, there in the future, we've figured out uh, how to age correctly. But you look I, exactly the same as Taylor, except you have a long white mustache. Uh, and somehow fatter? Uh, due to some very poor decisions on my part, I've actually aged worse than everyone else. But For sure. Uh, so uh, I thought we'd do a little retrospective from the year 2038. And I just ask you guys to give your favorite uh, shows that have come out for this podcast in the previous 20 years. Okay. Okay. So, yeah, let's, let's start with uh, who wants to go with it? Is it the, this one? I've forgotten your name. So, so we're not in your future? No. Well, I can't tell you that. I got to say, uh, old man that? Taylor, yeah? did you become heavily into jazz and become a black man <laughs> since you... Well, uh, I started... I, I got into Brubeck first because you know sure, how I am. Yeah. Take obviously. five. Yeah, take five is a classic. <laughs> uh, then I then I went into the Davis and I got a little bit of Coltrane. I, lo- I, lo- I love that train. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So, so you can tell the difference between Miles and Coltrane. Well of, co- well, of course. One's a fucking trumpet and one's a saxophone. You fucking idiot. What are you? Get out of here. <laughs> what are you? And also a second question. Get, <laughs> get out, out of here. here. Hey, hey l- let me ask you a question. What are you? Get out of here. <laughs> Uh, you, you, the, the, the stu- one you want to get out of here, the, stu- the stupid one. So, did you duct tape Young Taylor somewhere? <laughs> Is he locked in a closet? Well, yeah, I put him. I put him in the. You guys have seen Primer. Uh, yeah, was, uh, I put him in the little box, and he's waiting for another twenty years. Oh no, I saw the painting tool. Are you speaking of a album or TV show? Oh, oh yeah, no, uh, Primus. Primus. Yeah. <laughs> Are you speaking of Primus? <laughs> <laughs> you guys are <laughs> Primus. How come in the 2050s, Primus is the biggest band? That's crazy. <laughs> they, they're just consistent. Oh, they love bass and they weasels. Keep, they, 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 keep, they always keep. They always keep it up. It is a good album. They, they always know how to get, how to give it to you. Dumbass. <laughs> what's, what's your favorite from the you last are 20 years? You're an old man. What's, what's your favorite from the last 20 years? My favorite. TV show from the last 20 years yeah. is Young Avengers. I think they did a really good job in Young Avengers. It's a s- stupid fucking <laughs> decision. <laughs> Can't believe that. Explain yourself. <laughs> Just like we get we get what the Avengers are, but it's time to deal with legacy heroes and Runaways sucked and New Warriors let us all down in a bad way, right? In the future it let us down. Uh, I don't know what New Warriors is considered the wire of superheroes. <laughs> <television. laughs> Just like Black stupid. Lightning used to be? Stupid figure. Well, yeah. But well, yeah. <laughs> Obviously, we coined it. I believe we're famous for that in the, the future. The envelopes that Young yeah. Avengers pushed, and the diverse cast and issues it handled, while bringing back the laugh track, I thought was amazing. Stupid. Other one. Yeah. Well, what's give you? Do not. Re- we spent so much time together. Wow. We went on vacations. There's pictures of us on roller coasters, and uh, you, you do not remember my 2038. name. Twenty thirty eight. 
You're only like 40. <laughs> I told I made some bad decisions and I aged poorly. What yeah, can I say? You, you sound like you have cancer of the cigarettes. <laughs> well, you, I, we, I got cigarette can I paid doctors to give me cigarette cancer. The future is weird. I thought it would be cool. It's dystopic. Kids, I'm going to tell you this right now. Don't, 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 don't pay to get yourself don't cigarette cancer. Don't smoke tumored cigarettes. It's not good. What's your number one? My favorite. My favorite show, oh, of course. God, I threw my back out. Um, in the in the time that you've been gone, yeah. is they could not figure out how to reboot Cheers, and they could not figure out how to do a Moon Knight show. So they combined the two, and so now Moon Knight is behind a bar in Boston. He uh, is an instead of an ex pitcher, he's an ex superhero, yeah. but wears the costume and is still a psychopath. And so they'll come in. There's lots of crazy characters and everything. But then he'll like someone will ask Moon Knight for a drink and he'll go like I'm cuckoo and then just like disappear and run to the top of the roof and everything. And then the boomerang bad guy has to not the one from DC. Nope, the, clearly the Marvel Marvel's one. Marvel's boomerang. You can tell because he has a beanie uh, and calls yeah. himself I'm Marvel's boomerang. I'm Marvel's boomerang. And then he has to take over. Yeah. And he just goes, it's a living, and he boomerangs drinks at people. I don't. Which yeah. means they just come right back to him, fully like undrank. You have a millisecond to take a sip. You just get your mustache frothy with You beer. know what? That's on you, dude. If I'm going to boomerang a drink at you, you find the time to take a sip of the drink while it just crosses your mouth. There's a crossover episode. Quicksilver was there, and he finally finished his drink. I do. It, that is one of my favorite episodes. I don't know why you had to explain the entire plot of the show to me. I, uh, I'm doing it to the audience. Yeah, yeah, the audience. Oh, that's, Let them know what's coming. I've forgotten how to broadcast, if I'm entirely honest. What? And I, and oh, I don't give a shit. Yeah. What? What do you do what? these days? Oh, I just, you know, I hang out around the house a little bit. Uh, do you have kids? Do you have a wife? Oh, fuck no. No, I just put her around. I'm a confirmed you, bachelor. You seem like a guy who has never had a wife or kids. That's yeah. how you talk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, yeah, because uh, you think a wife or kids would let me give myself cigarette cancer? <laughs> ask yourself, I don't know, some kids ask, are ask yourself that question. Use your fucking brain for once. Jesus, a bunch of idiots. Yeah, Cheers Night is my favorite. Cheers Night. Yeah. Cheers Night. <laughs> Call it a Cheers Night. Yeah, Cheers Night is, is probably the uh, the high point of my... It's just a personal mm. preference. I don't think it's like the highest quality necessarily. Well, but it's my favorite, and I'm so glad to hear mm. that it's your favorite. Yeah, it's, it's, like, a, it's like a Legends of Tomorrow type. You know? Right. It's, no one's arguing that it should win awards, but we all love it. And eventually, when it got canceled, obviously Moon Knight went to Legends of Tomorrow when he was on that ship oh, and flew sure. around. Yeah. Who yeah. would have guessed 15 seasons in four movies for Legends, Legends of, of Tomorrow? Tomorrow. I would have guessed well, absolutely. I, I would have. I'm from the future. Wait, uh, did, so did they call it Legends of Yesterday in your world? No, you fucking idiot. Why would they do that? Am I being a fucking <laughs> idiot? There's right always now? the future. You they've, fucking idiot. They've got. They've got. They've got. All right, don't jump on his bandwagon. <laughs> Already, they go to the past. You think they're gonna change the name? Lose all that branding? They've got tons of search engine optimization they've been using. Ugh, I forgot how stupid you idiots are. Do you guys, do you still have the I'm character? I'm glad I killed both of you. Oh, what? you're the reason. Yeah. When? When did you kill us? I don't know. Like, what, what year is it? 2018. What's the date? It's June 1st. <laughs> Wait, this means this year, dude. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. Uh, just don't worry about it. Uh, anyway. Uh, I want to get married. <laughs> can, you, can you let me get married before you kill me? Well, when's your, when's your wedding? Six months. Uh, I don't know if I can promise that. Listen, nothing's promised. Accidents might happen. Should we kick young Taylor off the bachelor party? I think so. Maybe I should. Wait, but what if that's why he kills us? Oh, because we, we uninvited don't. From the and yeah, this no, is we future's are, weird, man. We're his anchors, and maybe we're supposed to introduce him to his wife and kids. And I know it's weird that we introduce him to his kids, but what if that's why he kills us? So he might be our anchor. We have to do some anchor management. We isolate him. I hate that. I fucking. Uh, dumbass, what, what, you, you got another favorite? Yeah, I really like that they decided to mix comic books and reality TV and made Chew a reality show. 
where it is a chef has to follow detectives around and solve crimes, but he eats the dead bodies. But Does he, he have powers? He doesn't actually have the powers. He just <laughs> That's gross. Tries yeah. to, he tries to guess what happened yeah, based on how the, the dead bodies taste. The crossover with uh, Gordon Ramsay and the, the Hell's mm-hmm. Kitchen. Oh, that was... They pr- had to solve the murder of Gordon Ramsay. Pri- Primetime television. I swear to God, they don't make them like that anymore. What did they? What is, what's the best twenty thirty eight TV show? Do you even call it TV anymore? Oh well, I mean, yeah, it's still TV. It's not a just streamed content. I mean, it, it's still it's streamed content, but we still watch it on a TV. You can't you can't really beat a box. I mean, some people jag it right into the brains, but I don't like to stick stuff in my lobes. Sure, sure, sure. It, sure. it, it seems like maybe work. in your past you stuck too many things in your lobes. Oh, I mean, listen, we we, what, we what don't want to relitigate the past, all right, or our future. We're, all right. We don't Do have you to want to relitigate the future? I would love to relitigate the future. We don't have. We don't have to keep bringing it up. Uh, uh, but yeah, uh, I, my favorite show is probably. Uh, it's it's the one where uh, y- you know where we took uh, Deadpool and we put him with Moon Knight, and then we were like, what do we call it? Dead Knight. Moonpool. Dead Knight. Dead Knight. Just Moonpool. A, it's just a black screen for like twelve hours. It's crazy because Moonpool seems very romantic. Dead Knight. That's that's a yeah. Scary. They. They tried to get Moonpool off the ground, but the studio... But you can't. There's so much water. Well, well <laughs> yeah, the studios axed it because they were like, what, the fucking Radiohead album? And uh, that just kept happening over and over again. And they're like, no, 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 I'm not Tom York. And they're like, why aren't you? Let's get Tom York in here and see what he wants to do. Do you guys still have to Tom, Tom or do you have a New York? <laughs> Mike, you go ahead. <laughs> I, just, I think you have a question for I was us. just going to say I would love to see Tom York's comic book TV show. What, what do you think he would do? I know the answer because he did it. He did it. Yeah, but you want, but you're just gonna make fun of it's Savage Dragon. I think he loves Savage Dragon. And that's the show he would make. You're correct. Yes, I know my Yorkies. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually surprised. I, seem, I had a guess, but like it he, seems stupid now because Mike got it right well, on the first you, shot. What was your guess gonna be? I was gonna say uh, uh, Savage Dragon. Obviously, it's fucking idiot. <laughs> what a sniffling coward. I'm taking some other guy's work. I was gonna say that obviously that Jesus. guess was my work, and hey, he took it. Get off my fucking lawn. Stay out of here. All right, that's stay out of here. That's all I, think I should continue to be out of <laughs> I like here. I'm tired. Just stay. We got it. All right, that's all the time we got for the, this. I think uh, I've got all the time in the world, but you guys are short on time. Do maybe. you? Yeah, maybe. Who knows? I know that you've been tomorrow. Through. Tomorrow's not promised to anyone. I know that you've been through a billion tape ends, but <laughs> I've I haven't, and I got to say that this is my favorite one favorite, so far. For yeah, sure. this is my number one. How many have we done at this point? I, this hundreds, is our first. Two hundred. Oh. Uh, number one. So it's a meaningless competent. Uh huh. You're a meaningless competent. You're a meaningless I'd rather be a meaningful incompetent than like a, meaningless a meaningless competent. competent. I'm a meaningless confidant. If that's what you're trying to say. Because he will tell everybody. Yeah, all I'm of cutting your this secrets. bullshit off. That's it for this segment. We're gonna talk about Azami after this. Uh, cut it. Cut it off. Cut it. Oh, did cut it. Taylor, you got cut rid of off. your catchphrase. It didn't stick? What, what, which get trees? Check, please. Oh, no. Uh, oh, check, no. I had please. To, I had to re- uh, 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 check, please. Uh, check, please. No, I had to retire that. They put in the Guinness World Book of Records for best get trees that ever existed. The Guinness World Book of Records. Yeah. Well, they, they dissolved and reformed as the Guinness World Book of Records. Okay. Guinness World is a is new it, moon is off it? of... A r- real question to you idiots. Is it not the Guinness World Book of Records? It's the Guinness Book of World Records. In Are our sure? timeline, it is. Because oh. there's no world called Guinness that has a book of records. Well, yeah. Off of Europa, there's that new world they're building. That's called Guinness World. Guinness World. Why is it, is the it still running? Irish built it. Is this the, is the light mean it's not? Cut the shit off. Just cut it. Oh, On the not series finale of iZombie, all the storylines lead up to a showdown in a warehouse. Chase and the Fillmore Graves move a public execution up a few hours so it's less public, keeping Brother Love zealous and Liv's renegades from stopping it. But stop it they do, just after Liv's boyfriend is killed. 
because he was Liv's boyfriend. Chase is executed. Brother Love is executed. Major is now the head of Fillmore Graves, and Liv remains a zombie, opting to give her cure to Dale Bazio so she and Clive can have babies. Taste Buds, I ask you this. This episode attempts to nail about a dozen impactful moments. How many of them work, according to watchers of iZombie and non-watchers alike? Non-watchers of iZombie? That's me. Loved it. Oh, nope. I thought you meant never seen a minute of it. And I nope. And I'm going to tell you right now, non-watchers of I haven't seen a single episode of the rest of. Uh, no, I watched the first episode of this season. this season. Wow. And I watched. The, I bookended the season. I'll tell you the moment that did not work is that execution scene where uh, Phil, like Chase Graves, gets uh, his head smashed. Okay, so let's start right there. Is it the uh, emotional impact that did not work because you haven't seen all the episodes? Or the insane five uh, minutes. Freshman in high school making a trailer for a it school was, project editing. It was the, the strobe editing. editing. The what the fuck are we doing here? Yeah. And that in the of, climax of the season. None of these goddamn mercenary soldiers would no. be like, wait, here, I do have a gun. I know he's crazy and shot two of them, so maybe. But they sh- couldn't do anything because it kept going black and. So, to explain the, the, what the editing did to people who didn't watch this episode is, you know, when uh, a movie does like, there's a heartbeat or like a movie trailer, yeah. there's a heartbeat and it's black, but it only comes in when there's like a heartbeat. It did that for this very, like, it was maybe the most action packed scene of the episode, like the climax, essentially. It- it feels like they did that because they wanted the scene to have action, but they didn't want to film actual action. So they're like, wait, if we do this, it'll feel action It felt like they storyboarded that scene and then got to the end of filming. We're like, we fucking ran out of time and budget. Let's just shoot the storyboard. Yeah, as a person who did actually like try to make movies in high school, what it felt like is that they just didn't have the footage. And so they yeah. had to come up with some like slick trick to figure it out because it was off-putting. And not and like sometimes that's good. That's what you want. But instead, after like three seconds of it, you're like, "Oh, this is terrible." And yeah. To, to pull it off emotionally, to make it work of like unrest within a Fillmore Graves to say the soldiers like, "Oh, he killed two of our own." I don't know if I want to protect him. Like, do some half-assed whispery uh, episode or even the beginning of this episode beforehand, so we know why none of these people who are armed who follow this commander would try to save him. Yeah, because the 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 main tension in that scene is uh Liv's former but I can't remember his name Justin Major Justin oh Justin yeah it, a lot of Liv's boyfriends were on that stage yeah Liv it was Liv four dudes she's fucked and one rando who's like oh only not me yeah it, it was like Justin he was the most important part of that scene because he's the but one who have you ever met Justin before yes because he was in last season right yeah mm. okay I didn't remember yeah how much you've watched yeah so I like I knew him but I knew like I knew this history. I know, like, this is important. He's the one who is in charge. He's the one who needs to give the order. We need to watch his, like, wrestling and right. have him do something. And they cut that bit out yeah. and jumped straight to he's resolved his internal conflict. Also, I thought he was dead. Because that's so did I. Is, unless you're major, Liv's boyfriends die. He blew up, I think, yeah. at the end of the last season. And yeah. now he's back. And I guess that makes sense if he's a zombie. But it has not been developed De- throughout this season. All. All, all that happened was... He locked Liv up and then seemed to be sad about it, mm-hmm. which I guess is all of the development we need to know that he will be in, like, have a part in did saving they, the day. Did they forget he died? I guess. I don't I, know. Yeah, because I was like, I thought this guy died, but maybe I missed something in this entire season I didn't watch. And I was all like, this Justin, this Justin. So maybe we should have him in earlier episodes. I, I was upset you called me at three in the morning to let me know you had just watched it. Uh, so other questions I had as a non-watcher. This guy's name is Levon? <laughs> Levon. Okay. 
Like, is that two separate names, or is it like? Is there a space in that name? You mean like? I don't know. Well, it's you know, yeah. Like, I, I went to school with a guy who I called Cody once, and he got furious. He's like, "It's Cody Joe," and I went, oh, "I thought I was doing you a favor by just calling you Cody, bro." He wants to go by Cody yeah, Joe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, where it's, did he come from? Where did he go? <laughs> you know where he came from, Cody. Cody, I Cody Joe. Joe. Uh, yeah, it's Cotton Candy Joe. <laughs> it seems like he has two names. He's like, "I'm Lee," and I'm also Vaughn. Uh-huh. Like, his name is Lee, middle name Vaughn, something else. Strucker. But then it's like he's also like a bastardized Levi. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Levi is, I mean, a more acceptable name, I would say, at this point. Is it just because they're in like Seattle? Yeah. And kids, like parents name their kids Levon. Yeah. Levon's not a bad name. It's Levon. That's the thing is, stupid. if it was if it was Levon, I'm fine with it. If it's like Levi, I'm fine with it. Levon. I was like, no. You know how there's a lot of kids that are named after their city of conception? Mm -hmm. I would say this is the same thing, but instead of the city, it's like... The pants you're wearing? The boy was like, uh, I got my socks. Leave on or leave off? And uh, she said, leave on. Oh, I thought it was because he was conceived in uh, the place called the Levant, which is the end of ISIL. Uh Uh-huh. I thought it's because leave on and Shirley was on in the background while they were fucking. Leave on and Shirley, one of my favorite sitcoms. That was worth it. (laughs) I appreciate that, Mike. Mike gets the victory for that a uh, bit. So what were moments that did work for you in this episode? I thought that the even if you're a non-watcher, and look, this, as a full watcher, this has been a frustrating season, mm-hmm. but I know how much Liv wants to get back to human. Mm-hmm. And the way that they handled, they shot perfectly oh! the exact opposite of how they shot the like the big violent climax. I think they shot perfectly Liv telling Dale and Clive mm. that she yes. is not going to become a human, but instead Dale is, so they can have babies. And then we heard almost none of it. We had to, we knew what was going mm. on. And then cutting back from the three of them being silent, and then uh, at least we couldn't hear what they were saying. And then Ravi and Peyton trying to like figure out what was going right. on. I thought that was very well done. That whole scene, the wedding one, I want Vampire Steve to officiate my marriage. Uh, that Dale was funny and Clive was very Clive about their wedding. Uh, that Clive said. I'm going to take this man home where I'm going to literally sex him to death. Uh, all of it was, and after Liv tells him that, that hug between Liv and Clive showed fucking four years of partnership. It was Liv and let Clive, I would say. Let's I'm, throw him a bone. No, I refuse. <laughs> you guys won't even look at me in the eye right now. Why will you not even look at me? What worked for me, too, is the whole this whole season in a good way and this whole episode, I could not tell where Blaine stood with his dad. Yeah. Is, and... It worked because the character didn't know where he stood with his dad. It's yeah, I think we were bouncing around the world of, I guess, Daddy, I'm going to follow you anyway. Right. But still, there was something pulling him back mm-hmm. from, you know, just be normal Blaine. The Blaine of it all. Right. And and that worked. So I, I We've argued whether Blaine should be around or not anymore. And because he gives us Donnie and Crying Carl, I'm fine with the Blaine. Sure. Because Donnie and Blaine shared smile and Major becomes, like, full Fillmore Graves commander. And he calls them low life murderers, and they just like smirked each other like two lovers. I was in. I did love. I loved that bit, and I love any moment for Donnie. Mm-hmm. As people who watched this season, let me know. It seemed like this season was just a way to tread water for Blaine without making it seem like they're really treading water, right? And now he's moving along with his like businessman, real estate mogul. Yeah, like he's moving on up. It seemed like he stayed plateaued and dealt with his father this season and then jumped back up. They only had two options, and I guess this is what happens when you have a shortened season unbeknownst to you. Like, all of a sudden, you're told right at the end that you have a shortened season. And I don't understand why this show got shortened and so many other shows that we 
have to watch Begged. it. Don't oh, love that much. Have long ass seasons. But this was a storyline that needed a full season and did not get it. And so that what happened was a lot of characters did way too much, and a lot of characters were like just doggy paddling mm-hmm. until we can find. I think that the net the final season, even if it's shortened, will be great. But this one was just they'll know fucked up. What they're supposed to do yes and it does blaine is a character that every other season they figured him out because mm-hmm. he was the big bad he should have died season one he didn't so season two we were all like why is he here the reverse and, major basically and then season three it was is blaine good is blaine bad is blaine cured and that worked really well and so this season they just shat the bed again right. but not as bad as major like not as bad as major major has gone through the same storyline over and over and over again the chaos killer thing into the is he actually a mercenary i forgot about that well and then this this season people just spit on him like chaos killer like oh yeah oh oh yeah but the first season was clearly like he's too vanilla of a character Uh he's not gonna work and then swing the pendulum too hard and then have to go against it which sucks because that that actor so many of the actors are great but that actor fuck it he is he looks like a major lily white he should be good and he's so charming and funny when they let him be because that fucking ear-stuffed hostage scene, that's but, when I think of Major I Love. But we don't need that much. Like We just need a little bit of, uh, a little bit of something for the character to do. Not mm. this much every season. Right. It's too arky. How, how did you guys feel about uh, Paul Rudd narrating? I mean, that's oh, the moment of the week. Right? That's yeah, a good that's, get. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> a good get. That was the moment I was like, I do love iZombie. Did you guys know before they said it? Did you guys have an eyebrow perk up? No. no. So basically, they, somebody made a documentary about live as renegade and then finally renegade. chase Fillmore sees it and not only is it all the footage that we've been watching them shoot for the entire season but also paul rudd narrates and chase Fillmore picks up paul rudd yeah. he's like oh paul rudd that's a good guess. yeah he's so furious he wants to kill people but he's just like oh, i respect that that's a good and I think it's because rob thomas and paul rudd are buddies right because they developed uh party down together uh uh-huh. so that's fun i did not know that I just love to get tidbits nobody asked for. That was a fun fact that Mike gave us about iZombie, a show that is off for the rest of the season. It will be coming back next season uh, at some point in the fall, I believe. No, yeah. probably not. Probably it's, uh, it's getting a thirteen. Mid-season. It's getting a thirteen episode season again. Yeah, in twenty nineteen. All right, and that will be the final season of iZombie. So tune in for that and say goodbye to all of our friends in the Seattle Police Department. Now, we're going to move on to the pull list, the part of the show where we talk about every other show that we watched this week. Now we're here in the pull list, the part of the show where we talk about every other show that we talk, that we do in the week. We watched all these shows. Some of them we watched more than the other ones, starting off with Supergirl. On this, this week's episode of Supergirl, did you want to do it? On this week's episode of Supergirl. Uh, this week's episode of Super. I, I feel on like I've, this I've, week's I've been fighting to get the Supergirl beat for a long time now, and you guys just will not give it to me. Fight. Of you Supergirl. can take it away. Yeah, on this week's Supergirl. Well, I didn't. I wasn't prepped for it. Now on this week's episode of Supergirl, Kara and the World Killer go head to head while everybody whines and cries about who's responsible for what. That's pretty close. This week on Supergirl, the cult kidnaps Tanya from Catco, pursued by Guardian, who gets his mask shot off so he can be blackmailed. From Cobalt's uh, he's journal, he's a blackmail. Ah, Does from Cobalt's journal, unarmed. Kara realizes Political. the cult is trying to make a new world killer using a Kryptonian rock. Monel purposely gets kidnapped so Supergirl can locate them, and Supergirl convinces Olivia not to be a world killer. Gentlemen, I ask you this: 
What's a what? How many times can you hear "world killer" before it stops to lose any meaning? And to be convinced to not be one anymore. Yeah, like, she's like, you know, you're gonna be a world killer, and somebody comes up to you and says, "You know, you you, you couldn't." Especially somebody named Olivia. I get if yeah. pestilence and pride and or uh, like Jennifer, Reign of Frogs yeah. and Jennifer. You guys remember the Four Horsemen of the Apocalypse: Death, uh, Famine, Jennifer, Jennifer, <laughs> and pestilence. Yeah. That makes sense, but Olivia is no world killer. No. no. City killer at best. Yeah, so we didn't watch Supergirl, and we don't care. Crypt, Supergirl, can, you, can you smoke the Krypton rocks? I don't want to go is into it, A Krypton rock is just called kryptonite, right? Yeah. Is I, that's that a, patented somewhere else now? Like, did, the, everything did they lose that, it? Everything that I saw was like, it, yeah, it's a, it's a Kryptonian rock. Did but th- it's like, I think it's kryptonite, but it, they don't say kryptonite. Did Three Doors Down win the lawsuit? You mean Matchbox 20, and yeah, that is Krypton rock. I'm, Furious saliva, Su- I believe. Supergirl is on Monday nights on the CW. Watch it if you want. Don't. How is it don't. not over yet? I don't because we it came back late because of Legends. Because we got a beautiful little stretch of Legends, and now Supergirl's there. Watch it on Mondays or whatever. The next show this week is, believe it or not, two new episodes of Lucifer. It's Lucifer time this week. Lucifer gave us two posthumous episodes, though neither had a note of finality. Posthumous. Both sit outside any any recognizable timeline. The first centers on Ella's possibly hallucinatory, possibly ghostly, possibly Azrael, angel of death, best friend, played by Charlene Yee. And the second narrated by God, giving us a what-if storyline playing out everyone's life if God had saved Chloe's dad's life. Taste Buds, I ask you this. While the episodes of... While the episodes had Lucifer fun, was it worth spending a few more moments with this group, or would you rather have gone out in the finale wondering what Chloe, Lucy, and all the rest were going to get up to next? As somebody who likes to give advice to Fox Broadcasting, mm-hmm. not only to just like maybe chill your news. You're always like stir it up about bit. race. <laughs> but uh just say, like with the Fox uh fictional network mm-hmm. that has shows, I think that it might have been better to like drop it in July. Yeah. Like that Snoop Dogg song. It it's weird. It's it's like if your best friend had died Re- came back to life just to kick you in the nuts and make, right. make out with your girlfriend and then died again. I think it would have been just cool. Just stay dead. I think it would have been cool to have like a couple months off the season finale, series finale, excuse me, and then to have this drop into my life right. at random. Right after, though, they were not what I wanted because what I wanted was two more hours of a follow-up of the finale. Uh-huh. But this was a weird couple of episodes. They both felt weird. They were they very off. weird. I understand why neither was aired. One was Ella-centric, and the other was like, a, it's a wonderful life. Yeah. Sort of like... Married by God, who we've never heard from before. No, that's not true. We have... Was God Paul Rudd? It was Paul Rudd doing a British accent. Do you know who Paul God Rudd. was? Good get. No. God was played by... Are you guys sitting down? Are you ready for this? Hold on. Let me stand up so that I can sit down. Tom Ellis doing a... Just voice. let me know when you're done. All right. And you take a long time to do shit, dude. I've got a bad back. Don't okay. fucking, don't fucking test it. But you get me. up and down like you're pregnant. Like you go uh, belly first. Well, yeah. he also follows the law. You got to get up to get down. Yeah. All right. I'm ready. Neil Gaiman. That was Neil Diamond? That was not Neil Diamond because <laughs> it wasn't so good. So good. So good. It was Neil Gaiman. Oh, oh. Did Mike, I say and, Diamond? My, Mike and I both heard Neil Diamond. <laughs> Do I say and letters I was wrong? A, I was about to make a joke about him being the boss because I don't know people, but now I Wait, can't. You know enough to know that's not Neil Diamond. You just don't know who it is. <laughs> it's someone. It's the guy with the. Did butt. you think who's the boss was a mystery show trying to figure out who that rock and roller was? Yes, and I never figured out. Wait, the boss is Bruce Springsteen. Fucking morons. Yeah. Why no. do you think it's Neil Diamond? That's. 
That's the entire bit under, that I, I just understand. explained. Thanks. Let's break down a bit. I don't understand. This was a great bit because I explained a bit that I wasn't going to do, and then we went through it and then didn't confuse about it. So Neil Gaiman, Neil Gaiman. is a good get. Neil Gaiman is the person who uh, introduced Lucifer to the Vertigo world. Vertigo yes. is a uh, so he- shoot-off of DC that... He had a comic book called The Sandman that had Lucifer, and then another guy had a Lucifer line. And nobody ever talks about Lucifer the great, line of fashion. Is the great song about. Neil Gaiman wrote for The Sandman. So how come he can just say nope, whatever no, he no, wants no, to? No, 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 cut it off. Let him finish. Mr. Sandman, bring me a dream. Two crazy things. Make her the cutest that I've ever seen. Two crazy things in this episode was Neil make her lips smell like clover sandman that's the reason i wanted him to keep going because you know he would fall apart (laughs) the wheels would come up everything will fall all apart make his lips smell like clover's ass man is what you said uh neil gaiman was play god and then also play god we got maze as comic book maze for the first time in the show's history that's what that was with the phantom of the opera mask she has a phantom of the opera mask and if you reveal what's under that mask she has a horrifying face that she will do to other people. Who did she brand? Some rando. Some rando to make her as ugly as Maze was. I did not catch that. But And now if you think about it, now that you know for a fact that you weren't going to get the follow-up movie that you wanted from the Lucifer finale, and we just have two random episodes, aren't these sort of the best episodes to have? Yeah, it's batshit fun random episodes. I could always use more Ella, so I love that we just got an episode all about Ella. Do you love the song Umbrella by Rihanna? I fucking hate that song, and you know that for Wait, I don't get the bit. Explain the bit. That's how Ella, nobody... Ella, Ella. No, I know. A. I understand what her name is. A. A. Under my watch, we're not going to fucking sing that song. No? What a weird rule. Uh, the best part about this, this episode, just so you know that it's an Ella episode, is she walks in to the, where the, the crime scene, and Lucifer is already there. He's already there. In the background. So That's not, not a thing that we have ever seen before. Luce, we always I'll follow Lucifer in because he's the goddamn titular character, Mike. I don't know why you keep arguing. This that, one was that. called Elisifer. <laughs> I don't know. I didn't at the time when Barack Obama wore a tan suit and the world freaked out. I didn't get it. But when Lucifer was in that stupid-ass tan suit, it finally clicked. Like, oh, that's dumb. Yeah, don't wear tan suits. Normal. Yeah, I, uh, my tan suit is just me being naked. Yeah, my fucking I love that bronze tan suit. shine. I, and you still put that American pin. Sure, like, yeah. Like pin just right in your oh, chest. I'm not afraid of a little pin. I'm afraid of not being patriotic for a second. You can also tell it's an Ella episode because they went, well, okay, okay, if Ella's the central character, we have to get somebody weirder than Ella. Charlene Yee's available. <laughs> She'll be the imaginary best friend. It also makes sense because the city or the show takes place in the city of Ella if you just read hey, it out hey. loud. So Ella would make sense. <laughs> in no way does that work. Ella. Ella, Los Angeles. No, that only, it, okay, Ella. you're from Texas. You don't know that real Californians <laughs> yeah, call it Ella. We, go, we call no, it Ella. No, because the, at very least, either it is L A because you're pronouncing both of the letters, or Ella. It's, or it's La because La you wouldn't pronounce land. the letter L. Hard as L, if soft it was L. A. Hard L, That's soft. That's not what a. hard means. If you were go gonna say, if you were to do a hard L, it would be La. That's not what hard means. That is absolutely what hard means. If the letter is hard, that means you have to be orgasming while you say it? It means that the letter has an eruption. An eruption? Ella. (laughs) It has an eruption. Anyway, uh, and I thought that Charlene Yee was great in this episode because I got tired of her... Immediately? 17 years ago? Uh I was going to say, what's your stance on Charlene Yee? She seems like somebody you would not be a fan of. When she just did, like, stoner voice. Uh That, That was her whole thing. But here, I loved her sort of... 
nerdy, I can be an angel. Uh-huh. That's the spoiler. Oh, yeah. It turns out that when, she's when Asriel. When Asriel, angel of death, I did giggle. Because I was like, I did not call that. But when she was just a ghost slash imaginary friend of Ella, I was not annoyed by her either. Mm. There was no weed involved. It's, it's So the weed thing, I do think, Charlene Yee is a weird comedian. I'm going to say performance artist. But people don't know what that means, so she's a comedian. And that was the most mainstream people could figure out how to make her. Because most of her jokes and stuff was not stonery. It was weird. And big Hollywood suits, big Hollywood tan suits, just say, put her in a stoner thing then. I thought it was great. I thought that episode in particular was great because of all the things we've said. Ella mm-hmm. and Charlene Yee and the reveal that at the end that it's actually not just a ghost, but literally Lucifer's sister. Uh, and under the guise of this is one of the last two episodes yeah. I will ever get, I was upset. But after like looking back on it, not at all. And and, and, and then the, the what if is any good fably story TV show has that kind of episode. And then we get the It's a Wonderful Life episode, yeah, which is the pilot redone to show you. And I sort of like this because I'm a Marvel fan. Actually, th- it's better if you're a DC fan and you have Elseworlds where you have a different timeline and you see that some things can be changed, but mm-hmm. the truths, like the true truths, the true norths will come true anyway. Mm-hmm. I apologize for how many times Dan I Dan and Charlotte will always end up together, I guess. Yeah. And Lucifer and Chloe will always, we'll end, always up end up together. And the Dan and Charlotte thing made... A little bit of sense, but the Chloe and Lucifer mm-hmm. thing I thought was kind of adorable, Close dude. I'm sorry. I don't know why we haven't come to it Close right now. I hate that. All right. That is all the time we have, unfortunately, to talk about the last two episodes we will ever watch of Lucifer. Do you guys have moments of the week? Uh, in the first of the two episodes, in the Ella-centric one, because I can't just say Ella all over the place is my moment of the week, right? Yeah. Uh, Dan- but wait, I'm sorry. Do you mean Los Angeles all over the place? Yeah. Los okay. A- I think... No, no, no. Los Angeles is kind of a character. Nope, nope. Cutting Uh, this off right at the head. Dan says to Lucifer, you're going to help me or not? And he goes, of course, Daniel. And he says, are you going to make fun of me all day? And he goes, of course, Daniel. In the same tone, I was like, I miss Dan and Lucifer hanging out. Oh, Mike. Nope, that's not you, Ryan. That's rude. At Magic Mountain, by the way. They were at Magic Mountain. Yes, they were at Magic Mountain because they were chasing an irate teenager. More like Ella Enchanted Mountain. I'm sorry. Wow. (laughs) Ryan, what is your moment of the week? My moment of the week is... Not just Neil Gaiman, who killed it. I didn't know he had this. I thought he was like a nerdy comic book writer, no, but he was great. He does live readings, and it's fucking magical. But there was a point where he says... I'm sorry, it's Ella Enchantedical. Yeah, Thank please you. use you the correct terminology. But there's a point where he says, like, I can't fix it all. As God, I can't fix it all. Like, I can't repair the relationship. There's nothing I can do to repair the relationship between me and Lucifer, which is crazy because, one, he's God, mm-hmm. and that relationship is so far gone that he can't repair it, but also... He did what he did, which is booting his son from his house, right? Saying, like, you can't live here anymore. And probably knew what the outcome would be. Right. Uh, this is like a uh, relationship that will always be in disrepair forever. You hear that, Dad? If you kick your son out, it will always be bad. Oh, we're not going to dive into all of that baggage. Are you sure we don't have time for that? We do not have time. Lucifer is on Never Again. Your next show that this week. Hurtful. <laughs> your next show this week is Legion. On this week's episode of Legion, Melanie is dealing with missing Oliver and falling apart over it. We see a nice little recap of what she has been up to this season, which is mostly reflecting on her relationship with Oliver, helping Farouk, and questioning reality. Lenny is trying to enjoy her new body, but Amy keeps hounding her. The Carrie's louder milk helped deliver a weapon to Lenny, and then she just fucks off to La Desolée, and the episode ends with the apparent reunion of Oliver and Melanie. So, gentlemen, I ask you this. What is this show trying to teach us about waiting for something to happen? Good question. I think a lot. 
This was probably my favorite episode of the season, with the really? exception of the first one. Yes, Taylor, really. I'm telling you the truth right now. Okay, I'm just, I you know, would not be doing my job as a journalist. Traditional liar Ryan it, might not be lying. It started off with Melanie giving a speech that we've already heard before. And when you do that, you verge on, like, now we're in scary territory because it takes away from the speech and it makes it repetitive. And now she goes from having good points to sort of like being a nag. And that made me nervous. But then all we did was follow the like the ladies of the show for the entire thing. We've talked about uh, this whole season about how when it's not David-centric, the show falters. And that was just not the case with this for a couple of reasons. One, they showed us what Melanie is actually going through instead of just giving these speeches to younger ladies. But also, Audrey Plaza is not doing anything subtle. Like She is not putting on an acting clinic that you can learn from. But she is so magnetic in everything that she does that... It will keep you interested, even if like you're not super down with the things that are going on around her. Like I can't believe how great she has been so far. I think that's the entire reason they brought Aubrey Plaza back for this season, because I don't think they had a whole lot to do left for her. And we like we have ha- we have so many examples of you get popular and like you're only supposed to be there for a season, and then you get popular, and then they have to force you in for the rest of the show. She is doing it for them. I, they, they made it work in a way that I didn't expect them to. Because Aubrey Plaza was the best part of season one. Yeah. Like, we sang, sang her presence every week. But then there's a really easy way to just get her to fuck off if you don't need her. And, uh, it's, I mean, it's crazy because every story that we've ever, like, seen, whether it's movies or books, is usually men go do this crazy thing. This is Melanie's point, And then the women have to sit home. And what is that like to sit home? And you have to be a hero as well. It's just not on the front pages of magazines. And then also you have to, like, it's crazy because you, you have to also live in a world where you can't show any weakness. Because if the men show weakness, that is arguable. Yeah. If the women show weakness, it's what they were classic supposed to do women. because, yeah, they're just being classic women. And so they have to fight against both things as well. Like, they can't go through things. And so... Uh, Aubrey Plaza and David's sister and Melanie are all going through these things of like, how do we go through things in a manly way, even though we're not? And if we were to be men, that would be boring. So like this episode was the Penelope story of the Odyssey. Yes. Or Matrix 2. Of course. Yes. Because there was a Penelope in there who. Obviously Matrix 2. That's the the one Penelope everyone goes to. Most iconic. Penelope immediately Matrix 2. Why was that the first thing that came into your brain? You said that immediately. I've been thinking about the Matrix a lot lately. I don't know. Maybe it's not that bad. Matrix 2. Uh huh. The Matrix Reloaded. I'm just saying Matrix Reloaded. Okay. If we were to do a Rushmore of Penelope's, wouldn't Matrix Reloaded come up before anybody brings up the goddamn Odysseus's story? The Odyssey? Uh huh. Well, he read the translation, Odysseus's story. Also, oh. Penelope. That's what your name looks like. Have a name that like is clear to people. Girl, Penelope. is your name Penelope? Because you're the only pen I see. That's This I, is what you lead dudes to say if you sorry, have a name like listen, that. Listen, I am sorry that I was shitting on you because that just happened. Do you have a moment of the week? I do. It's all right. It's, we get to see Lenny, okay? Not Penelope, but just Lenny, meet the world's worst boy in the world for the first time. And I think we have TV's first quintuple take. She cannot, like, she cannot fathom that this person exists in her life. And that makes sense. Like, it's a very scary person to have in your life. And so she wipes her eyes. Like, you know, when people in movies wake up and they, like, yeah, they, they wipe their eyes five 
times before the kid finally disappears. And that's the thing about this particular nightmare kid. He won't go away once you wipe your eyes one time. He will just sit there. You know what? If I was a nightmare kid, I would fuck with people that way. I wouldn't go away the first time. If you were a nightmare kid. I love how you say that. Yeah. We've been trying to prove for like three years whether or not you exist. And I'm pretty sure that you are just a simple nightmare kid. Mm, I'll never tell. Could you tell me real quick? Nope. Legion is on the FX network on Tuesday nights. Your next show and final show for this week, guys, there were so few shows this week. I love this Hallelujah. schedule. Hallelujah. It's Netflix's Jessica Jones. On the finale of Jessica Jones, Jessica attempts to resist Elisa, but eventually decides to work with her. This is from Wikipedia, by the way, guys. Cool. They drive towards the Mexico-U.S. border, saving a family Canada. caught in a traffic accident on the way. Jessica meets with Orocho to arrange new papers so they can cross the border, but he is followed by the police. Jessica and Elisa then drive towards the Canada-U.S. border. Wink. But are confronted with police roadblocks. They then go to the nearby amusement park, Playland, where Elisa decides to wait until the police arrive. Trish sees a news report on the traffic accident and talks to Costa about the roadblocks. Remembering that the Jones family had visited Playland before the accident, Trish goes there and shoots Elisa right through the motherfucking right head. Through the head. Jessica takes the blame but does not forgive Trish. Trish later discovers that her reflexes appear to be heightened. That's, let's stop there. Stop, please. There. Now. Taste buds, I ask you this. Did the 15, last 15 minutes of this episode with the murder of Elisa, uh-huh. and then it was Trish, and then Jessica shoves Trish as hard as she can, oh, which really fucks up a normal person, and then... Trish coming back to Jessica and saying, hey, I'm sorry, you know, bro, whatever. And then uh, Jessica saying, oh, by the way, I can never look at you the same way again. And then, hold on, and then Jessica uh, stopping a robbery and then paying for the booze Uh and not just walking out with it. And then Jessica saying to Orozo's, Orocho's kid, you know what, I will tell you the story of how awesome a hero I was. Mm -hmm. Did the last 15 minutes save the entire season? Because no. for me, it didn't. Mike, let me interrupt you right there. For me, it didn't. Let me tell you why. All right, go ahead. Tell me why. Tell, tell me, me why. why. Oh, my God. Because I thought it was ain't nothing but a heartbreak. <laughs> the last 15 minutes worked-ish, but it was also so fucking cheesy. What pulls it off is Jessica is in her like noir narration saying, maybe it is still my fault that I've been alone and isolated my whole life. I shouldn't be anymore. But she's not backtracking and bringing back Malcolm and Trish. She says, but fuck you guys. I was right when I pushed you away. I'm going to go towards these new people who actually care about me. You don't find that absurdly interesting? No, no. I'm saying that worked. Listen to me, you goddamn fucking idiot. What? That worked really well. I'm just going to let this play out. Trish's realizing she had uh, good reflexes was reminiscent of Halle Berry's Catwoman basketball scene. Wow. So the best scene in cinema history? like... Her face, and maybe she's not a good actress, but I haven't thought that before now. It was just shot so dumb, and the woman went, the woman tackler said sorry as she dropped it, and then just kept going. She didn't turn around and actually say sorry. It was it was bad. Can you take your phone off your shoe and stop reenacting the exact <laughs> no, scene? No, I'm just going to shove it in your fucking face. Now, she did not look at the camera and wink after she caught the phone on her foot. No. Do you think that was shot, and then the editor had better sense? Oh, yeah. Because the her... Her tone of voice and her eyes showed that she did wink, and they cut it out. And there was a record scratch and her saying, I bet you're wondering how I got into this situation. <laughs> that would have been so much better. I wish that they did that and then rewound it, and you had to start from the beginning of the season. <laughs> season one? From Trish, yes. From so Trish's point of the view. The final episode is 26 hours long, because we have to rewatch the entire it, 
But it does it chronologically, so any flashback episode gets put where it's supposed to be. Sure, yes. So it did not save the season, as some moron once said. But I wait. Do I think also said that. It, what also? What moron also said that along with me? It did make me excited for next season because I'm also a moron because I want to see where Jerry and Malcolm and I'm glad Price is still around because Ben Fong Torres is fucking great, and and Although, Tr- Trish is Hellcat. Ben Fong Torres was in the like the second or third to last scene. Mm-hmm. Did not like did not mention how he showed up exactly on time. No. And that's against character because his character has one trait. He will show up on time. Did you think we were going to be late? Because I show up on time. Nope, I didn't think that, I, and I don't care. I recently finished the third season of Unreal, and uh-huh. he he was one of the suitors on it. Ben Fong Torres? Ben Fong Torres as Ben Fong Torres. And I was furious that he didn't get more screen time. It's like they don't know exactly what I'm into. <laughs> I want more Ben Fong Torres. Are Does- we... Uh, are we running right towards season three, Jessica Jones versus, versus Hellcat? Yes, I really think we are. Because now there is, Jessica Jones isn't going to let Trish come back so quietly. And Trish does have a big chip on her shoulder is, my whole life, you were better than me at one thing. So fuck you forever. And it's true because one of the bad guys at the end was the potato chip stapler uh-huh. who stapled a chip directly onto Trish's shoulder. So that's right. just there now. It's just and now there. we have to deal with that for an entire season. And I want to learn his backstory. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to cut that off. Do you guys have moments of the week? <laughs> uh, yeah, my, my moment of the week is Jerry's going to Jerry. Is Malcolm goes Jerry's out of his... Be Jerry's be Jerry. Uh, Malcolm goes out of his way to help her out. And at the end, she says like, oh, cool, thank you. Uh, you're not licensed. Please go away. And he's like, but I helped you. She's like, yeah, and I appreciate that. And he's like, I thought we were going to have a thing. She's like, no, I don't know why you'd think that. Learn better. Jerry! <laughs> Jerry! You. My moment of the week is when Jess comes into the dude with the kid's house to have dinner. So the three of them sit down to dinner, and the kid's like, hey, Jessica Jones, you're a superhero. Like, Captain America, tell us about you know if you saved anybody. And his dad was like, nope, nope, you know, not at dinner. And that's such an incredible world-building moment because in this world, they have to have a rule. We cannot talk about superheroing yeah. at dinner. Is it no superheroics at dinner? Is it don't pester Jessica dinner? I think it's the, I think it's the first one because Is it like fucking no work pester at Jessica. Also, what the fuck else are they going to – they all actually have nothing in common. That's how it worked in my family. Was like, if I brought up anything, it was like, nope, not, not at dinner. dinner. And he went, that's the one time I try to talk to you guys. I've noticed that the brown crayon is not dissimilar to the burnt sienna crayon. Not at dinner. I apologize. Do you think, does Netflix have a, like, some sort of contract with carnivals? Because the last two series they've had, their finales are at carnivals. Netflix bought a billion shows and one Ferris wheel. (laughs) We're going to use it. Uh, (laughs) Old man Netflix sounds like an (laughs) asshole. (laughs) No, we're going to use it. Oh, yeah, we've got a Ferris wheel and we're going to use it. Oh, we're like, gonna use it. Gary Marshall's grandfather owns Netflix and just screams oh, at you. We're gonna use it. Oh, Jessica Jones is not on the air anymore. You watched it three months ago. But they just started shooting. That's how long it took us to watch it. They started shooting yesterday. So, I'm, I'm really? Season curious. three is coming, yes. All right, that's all the shows that we watched this week. It was so few. Guys. Ryan, tell yes. us what this show is brought to you by. The show is, of course, brought to you by YourPopFilter.com. If you're in the mood for a new website or a new podcast or new, like... Life. If you're in the mood for a new life, go there. We Click the button that says New Life. We will give you new IDs, new passports, new social security number. We will do that all. But you won't find out how until you listen to every single podcast we've ever done. The only way to do that is on YourPopFilter.com. It's the best place. Mike, 
Tell us about how you shop online. I shop online. But do it for real. Don't make stupid jokes, idiot. Collusively at yourpopfilter.com slash Amazon. That's where I get all my things, all my trinkets, all my sundries. Hmm. Oh, I love a good sundry. I, just the, the, the Christmas sundry on your skin. If I woke up every morning and there was like one sundry waiting for you, that's a perfect life, right? You'll rue those words. I'll make you rue them. You're going to give me a sundry every morning one and have me regret it. Until you hate it. And that's your plug for yourpopfilter.com slash Amazon. Oh, wait. Are you ta- are you going to be Solomon Sundry born on a Mundry? No, 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 no. Cutting this off. Mundry. You can also find us on Killed YouTube on at youtube.com. Search for Your Pop Filter. We have wonderful videos up there, clips of us. Have you ever listened to this podcast and thought, this is good, but I wish this was like 20 times shorter? You're in luck. You can find that on YouTube. So go there, search for Your Pop Filter, and look for all of our fun videos. The guy who does that is does a wonderful job. It's really fantastic. Ryan, He's dead now. He's yeah. dead. Ryan, tell us about how you can reach us on social media. There's so many ways to reach us. Well, let's just talk about one. It's Twitter. Follow us at Your Pop Filter. Yeah. yeah. Hey, Your Pop Filter. Hey, Your Pop Filter. Here's a little game that you can play. Uh, follow us, read our tweets every day, and try and figure out who's in charge of the Twitter on that day. I would ah. tweet at us who you think is in charge. Yeah. Well, you know what? We'll start a poll on the website. That's not going to happen. Because the Venn diagram <laughs> is crazy. Like, I think that you definitely, it's crazy because you know whether or not it's Greg or Taylor, but you don't know if it's Taylor or Mike or Ryan and Taylor. You know, like. Well, you know, Greg and Taylor love to tweet about Greg and Taylor. That's so true. So you know that it's going to be one of them. Yeah. Greg and Taylor. Greg and Taylor. There's, Greg no, and there's, Taylor. No, there's no saltiness here about that. <laughs> Oh, Mike, tell us about other ways to contact us you're not salty about. Facebook.com slash yourpopfilter. You can contact us there. Yeah. Is Facebook, are we doing Facebook again? I thought we were off that. I, I didn't know. really. Did I miss that memo? They Who had cares? a commercial that said they're not going to do Russian spies anymore. Fuck Zuck. Yeah, they said, right. they said, hey, we're sorry about spitting on your pizzas and stuff. Sure. And if I had more morals, I'd say let's pull off of Facebook, but we're still on there. So yeah. let's pull on Facebook. Do we do stuff on Facebook, though? I know we do it on Twitter. I know we're kicking ass on Twitter every goddamn day. Well, Twitter is, if you if you want, like, bits and shits, uh-huh. that's Twitter. If you want to know. Tweets and tweets? If you want tweets and tweets, go to Facebook. You go to Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, obviously. Uh, you can also hit us up at contact at yourpopfilter.com as an email address or 1562-DRDJPOP. That's 1562-DRDJPOP. He's a little guy. He takes our phone calls for he's us. He's a little guy. Yeah. Uh, he's 7'4". He's just a little guy to me. Uh, hit us up with your thoughts on the shows if you want us to watch some of these shows more or if you just want to give your thoughts on them. Watch Jessica Jones again, fuckers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so just uh, hit us up there. Give us your thoughts, and maybe we'll play it on the show if it's good or even if it's not good. Honestly, it just we'll just do it. Our bar's some low. of that could happen, though. Like We're not going to watch Jessica Jones again, but if we got 3,000 people saying... We want Taylor's Riverdale season one yeah. reviews back. Honestly, we would probably Smallville. do it. I would probably Smallville. do it. Or yeah, Fuck if you want Smallville to Smallville. come Smallville. back, no. Fuck right off. All Smallville right. is just a show about little people as Superman and Batman. Yeah, it's adorable. Yeah. That sounds great. Little little world Smallville. Uh, that's all the time that we have for this show. Thank you for listening to us. We appreciate just letting us put stuff. <laughs> Into your ear holes. I don't like sincerity. <laughs> yeah, this is weird. I just, I just like it. Next week we're gonna be talking about cloak and dagger. Well, Wait, <laughs> like we always have been? Well, like we always have been. Oh, the entire time. So don't call it a cloak back. Oh, I hate God that for it, that dude. idiot. I'm Taylor. For Taylor, I'm Ryan. For Ryan, I'm all of that us. Idiot. We are the world. Stop AIDS, you guys. Happy Pride Month. That's it.
that in. Your opinion, smoke that in. <laughs>